One experience at a time. One experience at a time. One experience at a time. We navigate the waters of manhood to provide insight into the minds of men. We invite you into our life, our truths, our debates. The Mentor Podcast. The Mentor Podcast. The Mentor Podcast. One experience at a time. One experience at a time. One experience at a time. We navigate the waters of manhood to provide insight into the minds of men. We invite you into our life, our truths, our debates. The Mentor Podcast. The Mentor Podcast. The Mentor Podcast. Oh, yeah. Back up a little bit, uh, Drake, and then go to the right a little bit. Other way, other way, other way. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live here, Facebook Live, Tuesdays, 6.30 on time-ish. It's the Mentor Podcast with the one and only D. Scott Music. What's going on, brother? What's good, sirs? How you guys doing? Doing good, good and of good. course, of course, we got to say something, Dre, in here with us as well. I'm your host, Freshmaker, and uh, again, each and every week, it's been a week, fellas. How was your week? Man, sh- I'm stressed out, guys. This Corona hey. situation has got me on on edge. I ain't gonna lie to you. you know hey, what let saying? it out, man. This is this is what we're here for. Let I'm it out. Just, what, what's got you I'm just saying. It's just. All day, every day in the house, not doing uh-huh. nothing. Days coming, days going together. Uh, did you did you forget today was Tuesday? I for, no, because it's what Cinco de Mayo. So Cinco de Mayo. So I was yes. kind of reminded that it was Cinco de Mayo, but I'm just man, I'm tired. I'm tired of oh, I'm tired of not being in a creative space to do creative things with my peoples. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it is. It is a little bit different to. Uh, let the juices flow when um, when you kind of got to be separated. So I completely understand. Uh, Dre, I'm ready to go back to the, I'm ready to go back to the damn gym, man. I, I, I'm sick of not being able to hit these weights. You know, I'm starting it's, to it's, feel the pressure, man. I'm starting to get annoyed by every little thing, you know. So work is pissing me off, you know. So the gun to left, so I can talk a little shit right now, you know. <laughs> Hey, that's what's up. That's what we like to hear. A round of applause for the absence of the gunner. My main uh, man can dump that shit tonight. All right. Man, so just, say something, Dre. Since the gunner ain't there, what are your thoughts on polygamy? I'm oh, joking, man. I'm joking. I'm joking, brother. I'm joking. It's all man, good. I thought we, about we, it real quick. It was like, ooh. <laughs> We're going to keep you out of trouble ways. no matter what. Trust me. <laughs> keep you out of trouble. My week... Um, 
man, my week definitely ran together. But um, what I would say is uh, this, man, this whole situation has helped me to kind of stop being so lax, you know, um, mm. before this, we were, you know, we were very, very happy with the way things were, even though we kind of weren't, you know, we, we just, we were accepting of the way things were, at least I was. And um, this has definitely, you know, shown that no matter how good things are, you should still be, you know, grinding just as if, um, you know, you were broke. Definitely still take right. your time to, to rest, but, you know, not rest on your laurels. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I appreciate it for that. But uh, yeah, the days have definitely been running together. Um, I even tried to start uh, uh, streaming myself playing video games. I was getting so, you know, bored in the house. Uh, I'm not that good at that, but, you know, it was something. Um, but shout out to everybody that's in the building. We appreciate you joining us once again. Please make sure to like, share, and follow the podcast. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of the nitty gritty. A whole bunch of things have happened this week. A whole bunch of things that uh, will make you happy. A whole bunch of things that will, you know, make you not so happy. But we're going to cover them here um, so we can kind of get a better gist of, uh, you know, how to go about it. So um, any special tidbits y'all want to share? with the folks out there that y'all may have learned this week at all? Do it with passion or don't do it at all. Mm, big time. What, uh, what, what, what rang home? What brought that home for you? Any particular experience? Man, just no, you know what I mean? It's always been a motto that I kind of had, you know, we do it with passion, just playing ball and stuff, you know, do it with passion or don't do it at all. You know? So it's kind of just in life, what you're doing, dream, chasing your dreams, Whatever you're doing, man, do it with passion or don't do it at all. Heard that. Heard that. What about you, D. Scott? Any game hit you this week that you want to pass on to everybody else? Um, new game, no new game. Um, but I do, I do believe that uh, your talent will reveal to you your passion, and only when you, when your passion is extreme, is is concentrated, and you go forward, will your purpose be revealed to you. Mm. So I think that's what a lot of times people try to make their passion, their purpose, but it's not your purpose will only be revealed to you after you've really sunk in humbly to your passion. Um, and a lot of times your passions won't be recovered, uh, discovered until you, you fully embrace your talent. Right. So a lot of people rock around here, skirt, uh, all of us, uh, fear is a huge thing that all of us, um, fear controls our life. And that's got to change, right? We have to come become fearless. And it's more than just saying that, but really we have to become fearless. Um, and I think a part of that is, is you become less fearless or you become, you become more fearless when you have figured out what your passion is and your purpose. Um, uh, and, and, and that's, that's what this game needs to be about, man. I think that's what the goal needs to be about. So I just encourage all those to be fearless in their pursuits um, as long as your heart is in the right place. No, no. Uh, two things that I, I picked up on this week as far as uh, some financial game is um, we follow those who may have the Robin Hood app um, or just get into stocks at all. Um, you may want to check out Beyond Meat. 
Um, not that you necessarily need to eat it, um, but considering a pending meat shortage here in the country, um, that stock is presumed to go up. Right now it's at about $104. And the ticker, like the symbol is B-Y-N-D, Beyond Meat. So anybody out there that's interested in stocks, you may want to check that out um, because like I said, uh, it's, it's a pending uh, meat shortage and something like that would probably go through the roof considering oh, yeah. it would be another option, either that or eat vegetables. And in America, uh, like we really are doing that. Um, the next piece of game to not invest in, to not invest in, even though it may seem trendy right now, do not invest in Michael Jordan wide leg jeans. For some reason, they just never got off the ground. And I just want to make sure, even though everybody's watching The Last Dance right now, and it's an incredible documentary, do not invest in Michael Jordan wide leg jeans. I don't know why that man made them jeans like that. <laughs> wearing them boots. to me. Wait, he's got new. Are you, being, are you being funny right now? Or are you being serious? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, remember them Jordan jeans? Yeah, I know. But he ain't got no. He still wear them jeans. He's yeah, with his boots and shit. Yeah. Man, hold on, man. First boots. of all, all y'all wore those jeans back in the day. I ain't wear shit like that. What the hell is back in the day? Who wore them jeans? <laughs> bell bottoms. Hey, now, bell don't bottoms get me jeans. wrong. We all, at some point, all, all our parents probably bought us, um, you know, them Sunday suits that probably had some wide legs on them. But okay, y'all gonna piss me off once again. <laughs> Y'all gonna piss me off. Jordan ain't got no big legs though. Hold man. on, man. Y'all, are we talking? Are we not talking about the '90s and hip hop and, and crisscross and all that jump, jump, all that when everything was big and baggy? TLC. Yeah, yeah. What are y'all talking about? Weren't baggy though. His parents weren't baggy. The bottom cup was baggy. You couldn't that even see the damn shoes, man. <laughs> How you gonna have the best selling shoes on earth, but you it's wear pants, pants that you can't see the damn shoes? He going to the rodeo with his damn Jordan yeah. pants. What what is he putting in there? That shit's beyond stuffing retro. hams from Walmart in them jeans. <laughs> Ladies and trash. gentlemen, the tip of this week: do not invest in Michael Jordan wide leg jeans. Right here from the Mentor Podcast. You heard it first. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, I'm um, in a bad ooh. mood. I'm in a, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> All right. I'm just, I'm fresh. I'm in a bad mood. Okay, fresh. What's going on? What, what's, what's got you in a bad mood, man? Um, I'm frustrated. Oh, shit. The, the state of our union, the state of black people. Mm-hmm. I'm just frustrated, man. I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm like. Speak on it. I'm just in a real, like I'm hurt right now. Like I'm, I'm just not happy. I'm not feeling well. And and what sparked it was I'm not gonna lie to you. I went to your page, mm-hmm. and you showed a video. <laughs> um, and I don't know all the. I didn't even do my due diligence to look into the um, the uh, the information in regards to what it was about necessarily, and like what you know, you just see videos and you kind of need to make sure that you're paying attention and getting all the information together before you pass judgment and or assume things. But seeing that little, uh, that I'm going to consider him a younger person dropped running down the street and those two gentlemen, uh, oh, can't call them gentlemen, uh, those two men, um, or oh, the yeah. one man he yeah. got an altercation with and then shot him twice, I believe, or three times. 
Yeah. I'm not sure what all that's about. Does anybody have any information on that? Yeah. So that is Atmaud Arbery. Uh, he uh, is an avid jogger and know, is known to be, you know, jogging through his neighborhood. He was in uh, Brunswick, Georgia, and uh, two gentlemen. Um, Can't call them gentlemen. Right, right, right. Um, two uh, suspected white supremacists uh, drove after him uh, with shotguns. And once they pretty much had him cornered, he had no, uh, no choice but to lash out at them and to try and basically uh, wrestle a shotgun out of their hands. And uh, they shot him twice and uh, he's dead and they are free to go uh, because one of them used to be involved in law enforcement and it is the South. So mm. uh, currently, say again. What were they saying? They, was they, they, say they claim self-defense. Self they claim self-defense. So like I said, it's it's the South. So you saw um, the video, right? I did. I saw the video. And um, there there was a, a prosecutor and he recused himself because he had a connection um, with the uh, with one of the gentlemen. Um, they used to be an assistant to the district attorney. Um, and so uh, he couldn't go any further. Now they have a new uh, prosecutor who swears that he will get this to a grand jury. And Lee Merritt is also on the case. Uh, the two things that kind of come up to me that um, really, you know, stuck out to me when it comes to stuff like this is there are um, people who ask for our votes um, every two or four years, um, but our people can consistently lynched uh, and mm. none of these people that ask for our votes have done anything to Prevent. protect yeah. us. Um, anything like this or um, gone on a scor scor scorched earth tour for justice for these particular things. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, um, you know, a lot of the cats that, you know, would maybe be in our community that may want to, you know, be lashing out at each other or claiming how hard they are and you know claiming what they will do to somebody else that looks like us right they also you know are not going on a scorched earth tour you know with that same kind of rah-rah uh about these folks that are gunning our people down you know that are innocent yeah you know? um that's kind of where um if you don't mind me saying dre that's kind of where i went a couple of different places right so if we can take away black and white for a moment and we just look at, well, no, no, we'll take away white for a moment. We'll keep black mm -hmm. on there for a second. If you say, I mean, we know, we know there's places, all, both of y'all know, Dre, you especially being from California, there are places you know you can't, you can't jog down the street in, in, in black neighborhoods. Right. Like there, we know this, right? So I know there's places where I, I can't jog or I couldn't jog down the street and there's nothing but people that look like me around. So I'm sad because like, where do we, where, where can, this, we, where, this, where can we go? This wasn't his first jog down this 
the, the same it, same court. It but it, it doesn't matter, Dre. It don't matter. You can go to the hood and you can't jog down street. You just streets you know you can't go down. Period. So my thing is is when is that when is that going to change? You know what I'm saying? Like where are you where are we where are you safe in America if you're not claiming a set, if you're not I mean like where 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 can we go? Where can you go? Where is it safe? Where is it safe for you? Um it's it's just saddening, man. It hurts because it's just like I just don't know, man. I'm I'm speechless in that sense. I don't even know what I'm saying in, in regards to it. Other than it's just it's it's it just hurts. It hurts for a, a lot. Per, for a person of color, it's you're not safe anywhere. It's it's hard uh to even get out and exercise, especially now during quarantine. Like for for us, it's normally the gym. You know, that's like our safe haven when we do work out. But now that we have to go out and be exposed even more, it like you said, now it makes it we have more of a target on our back. You know, I'm a I used to be I still am. I would call myself a moderate runner. I'm a member of uh, Black Men Run Phoenix. I used to be the co-captain of Black Men Run San Diego. And I want to give a shout out to Black Men Run Georgia. And uh, Brother Aubrey was a, a member of that, that running club. So I want to give a shout out to them. Um, I. It, it's there's nowhere for us to go. You know, there is no safe haven for us. You know, there is no, wherever we go, we're going to be the target, you know, and but they're getting away with it. And it's nothing, it's nothing we as a, as a people can do about it. Nothing. And we just, I mean, we can't just deal with it. There has to be something that we can do to, to rile up. I mean, we can protest, we can rallies, that kind of just gets pushed over. You know, they're, but who's I mean, your they? Who's your they? Who's what they? You mean, the rallies, like the rallies and stuff that go on. No, no, the you're protest? saying no, 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 not the protest. You're saying there's the no system. place. The, the system, the system is 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 what's holding us back. You know, the system wasn't built for us. You know, so when things go wrong, it kind of just follows suit of of history. But we know? have to hold ourselves accountable, right? Don't we, we do. have to hold so, ourselves accountable? We do have to hold ourselves accountable, just like what you said. It's like, where's everybody that has that 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 certain animosity towards the person that looks exactly like them? Like, where are you at in this time of need? Quiet, right? You don't hear too much from from them at all. But the next day, you hear about who was it? The security guard that got they got shot at the Dollar Tree for telling somebody she couldn't wear a mask in the store. You're like, mm-hmm. you, like, come on, like, I mean, it's not really making sense. Like, you really killed this this brother over telling you you can't come into the store, but yet we go across the way and you got a man just going for a job to get shot. You know what I mean? Like the concept right there for me, is kind of like, it It just ponders me, you know? It's, I think we are our own, we, we, we're our worst enemy, you know? And so, I think as soon as we can change as, as, as a culture to be able to redefine the system, you know what I mean? We need that that unity amongst us to be able to fight these type of battles. Real quick, we have no unity if, right now. If um, if you are the parents of Amau, is it your responsibility to wait for justice or to administer justice? What do you mean? What can you do? What is your what is your is it your responsibility to wait for the system to bring 
murderers and white supremacists to justice? Or is it your responsibility to take justice yourself? Is your responsibility to take justice if a black dude kills a black dude and you're the parent? Like, what's the difference? To me, I don't see the difference regardless of who the offender is on the other end. So the difference is... There's not one. There's not a difference. The difference is if a white supremacist kills your, your child, they're more than likely to be free. But if a black man kills your child, justice will act swiftly on your behalf and find them. More than likely. Right, but I mean, how much is how much time are they getting? They're not I'm giving a, out the death penalty or are the life. So your like question, your I don't even understand your question though. So what my do you mean, question wait, what, is: Is it your responsibility if a and, white supremacist kills your child? What was kill the white supremacist? No, I heard you, but you still didn't understand. You still didn't. What what responsibility do you have? What can you do? What is in your power? What can you do? You can kill him. That's that's you're being serious right now. Yes. That, so that's an option. So I'm saying, is it because we, we we consistently seem to run into this brick wall where we don't get a response? So don't you think you need to kill the system? Isn't the system what needs to be killed? Because your point, I think what you said was, is because the difference between a black dude or anybody of a minority doing it and a white supremacist is the white supremacist could possibly get off. Okay, fair. So should we not try to kill the system? Because killing the people, there's going to be more lives lost, other freedoms lost in trying to mm -hmm. do, go about that route versus trying to understand and educate our people that the system has to die. And in order to we have to figure out ways to kill the system, which means we have to educate ourselves. We have to become involved in our community. We have to, uh, that's the responsibilities that we have to have. And we can't wait for somebody to be murdered to do it. We can't wait for it to touch home. We can't wait for it to be my cousin. It can't wait for it to be me. Can't wait for it to be my child for us to step in and treat everybody as if they were your kin. Right. You know okay, what I'm saying? So that, so that, so that brings us to, a. Uh, uh, a very, a very hot take that happened this week. We talking about, you know, uh, being, um, being not, not necessarily radical, but actually commonsensical when it comes to a system that doesn't serve us. Um, recently, uh, Diddy has said that he is Ooh. not going to be Diddy. Diddy. Uh -huh. Yes. That he is not going Ruda. to be, uh, a willing participant at this moment in the presidential voting process for the Democratic Party, unless there are um, basically set asides, things that are specifically dedicated to the black community that are put on the table. Uh, what did you guys think when you heard of that? This is the first I'm hearing of it. I, Ladies and gentlemen, it's a new I, topic I, called. Um, <laughs> Hold on. There's a new topic. There's a new segment in the show. Uh, <laughs> uh, where we bring current events to D. Scott that he has no idea about because he doesn't open his phone to get on Instagram or anything like that. But new to D. Scott, Diddy has said the black vote, is, he, he will hold his particular vote hostage this time around and encourage others to do so if there are not specific things put on the table for black Americans, considering 
we are we vote um, as a group um, heavier than any other racial group in America. For that the sounds pretty ignorant to me. Explain. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, uh, Dre. Dre. <laughs> um, I feel like, man, uh, what Diddy is doing is I take it as it being a positive act or he, he, he wants it to be a positive act in the aspect of how big or and how heavy he was with the voting, was it voter die mm -hmm. uh, movement that was going on? Um, I feel like with his influence, he has a, like I said, when you got money, you got a little bit of power. You know what I mean? I mean, when you're up there playing with that, with that type of, that, those type of funds, you kind of move a little bit. You know what I mean? You can move a little change around. So I feel like if he can get some resources, you know, for the community and for the, the you know, for, for the cause, it can be a, a positive outlook. But I feel like, it's win or lose, you know what I mean? Like, how many of us are really taking a look at these candidates? You know what I mean? I mean, a lot of times people don't really figure out what's going on unless Diddy or somebody like that puts it out there. You know what I mean? So he's a big influence when it comes to- is, right. is a big deal right. in the black community. Right, right. So, so, so they are a strong point for, they are a strong net of information being provided. They're, they're able to sit at the table with some of these politicians and, and call, maybe I don't know if they're calling shots, but they have a voice, you know? And like I said, I feel like it's positive, but I feel like if he doesn't go out and vote, that's gonna cause a lot of us not to go out and go, you know, a lot of the culture not to go out and vote. And it may cause a ripple effect in the end if uh, 45 is reelected again. Um, for me, I feel like it's a common sense play. Um, considering um, that we vote overwhelmingly Democratic and uh, the Democratic Party counts on our vote so much that they really don't speak to us um, or enact plans for our communities. Um, you, can't, you can't expect a bully to stop taking your lunch money until you tell him he can't have it and actually put an action to it. If mm -hmm. we consistently say, hey, we don't like the way that you're treating us, but consistently come to the table whenever they ask, you're not so you, gonna get anything. So you, so instead of the bully taking your lunch money, you don't go to school? That's what you're saying? No, that was a nice way to do it. That was a nice way to do it. But no, <laughs> um, the leverage that you have against a bully is to uh, stand there and fight the leverage that you have against the Democratic Party that has so much control is to not allow them to control you. Right. So take away the vote. Um, and the, the, the funny thing is. Black people aren't the only people that are actually taking this action. Um, when it comes to the progressive part of the Democratic Party, they actually are rather upset with the establishment. And they're upset with the establishment due to how um, D. Scott is real interested in this. Mm -hmm. to, oh, no, I am. I'm, I'm serious. I am. Uh -huh. They're, they're I am upset with the establishment due to how um, 
Bernie Sanders has been treated in both 2016 and 2000. Oh man, yeah. Um, it, it, to them, they it to them it seems that he's been railroaded twice, uh, even by folks that may seem to be progressive, like Elizabeth Warren, and only for them to now back the establishment in Joe Biden. Uh, even his aides have now made super PACs uh, to convince the uh, progressive left to be a part of the establishment. So uh, a huge chunk of that Bernie crowd feels very slighted um, because the last four years, um, they it's only been a buildup to be a letdown. So they are also looking to practice um, uh, to hold their vote unless what they want is uh, put on the table, which, to be them, man, yeah. which would be a Green New Deal, which would be um, uh, Medicare for All and uh, college loan forgiveness. So those are the yeah. things that they want. Um, and if they, if the establishment won't adhere to any of that, a lot of them are planning to also stay home. Now, what's interesting is um, I used to watch MSNBC and uh, uh, most of the older people in my family watch MSNBC. And on there is a host named Lawrence O'Donnell. Lawrence O'Donnell, even back uh, in 2012, uh, stated that the only way to get the Democratic Party to move on anything is to show them that you're willing to not um, give them your attention. Because if you consistently give them your attention anyway, they're just going to walk over you. So um, to, I mean, even to break it down uh, simply for us, like say uh, you're, you're dealing with a lady or a man or whatever, and um, you always seem to get stood up. You know, it's the end of the night, end of the night, uh, and it's time to go over to their house and they find somebody else to go to. And they keep on going to somebody else's house. And you just sitting there like, dang, I really want to kick it with them, man. They'll, they'll never come over. They always go over somebody else's house. But then you stop calling. You stop texting and you end up kicking it with somebody else. Now, now they want to kick it with you. Now they want to yeah. be like, hey, uh, uh, you know, I mean, at three o'clock in the morning, you want, no. <laughs> I'm you come over here at 12 o'clock or you get nothing. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. You one, You've right? got to hit power with power. And if you don't, power will just take over you. That's how I feel about it. Gotcha. No, I, I hear what you guys are, I hear where you guys are coming from. Um I don't know. I don't like celebrities. <laughs> now what I, what I was explaining before um is that it's not it's not really about um the celebrities. Um the celebrities when it comes to this are really just late to the party. Um this has been sentiment that has been growing for I would say at least the past eight years, if not the past 12. Um, and the folks that are really interested in this idea uh, understand that it's probably a long game. 2020 is not the only time that people may need to practice withholding their vote in order to yeah. get people to come to the table. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's a difficult idea, uh, but I feel like in anything, in your life, if you want transformational change, you have to be willing to do things that people think are crazy uh, in order to get something done. I, I feel like anytime that we just as men have had to uh, recreate ourselves 
we've had to go into, you know, kind of a dungeon inside of ourselves that would seem crazy to everybody else, but it seems very logical to us because we want a specific outcome. So, you know, um, for a lot of people, um, what that just means to them is Trump and the possibility of having this kind of stupidity for another four more years. And that is scary. Um, but it, it you got to be willing to do some scary shit. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Tr Trump doesn't bother me. It's the way we it's the way that uh, America responds to Trump that bothers me. OK, because, again, Obama couldn't done one hundredth of the things that this man has done or said. Mm -hmm. And it had been a problem, problem. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, so that's what kills me about about it. It's just like, yeah, it's, uh, well, it's, double it's standard, super double standard, triple standard. But um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm I don't know, man. This whole thing is just bumming me out. And uh, watching Jordan, and that was you know it's great. And he had said something because he would he had made. I watched. Uh, I caught up. So I watched all of them. And he was always talking about, and he started, you know, he talked about how, you know, he's Brian not, a, no, he's not a politician or he's none of those things. And his focus has always been, you know, sports and becoming the best at that. And he did that. Now I kind of wonder, like, what's next for you? Nothing, man. He could have been, he could have ran for damn president and probably would have won. You know, it's just weird. He, like, let that, he, let the, he let that platform slip away a little bit, man. I don't know. And then you watch people stuff like him, you know, gambling and owing somebody $57,000 on a golf bet. Like that can change a community's whole outcome. Uh, it's just weird to me, man. But you know, you know, everything's not for everybody. Back to what we were talking about, you know, last time, like yeah. what is when you, when your, you, your, you get it like that, what is your yeah. responsibility? What is your responsibility? Is your responsibility to the betterment of black people when primarily black people uh, help the, or primarily the black community is what helped to get you to the particular point that you're at. And if you don't respond to those cries, mm -hmm. who are you? How yeah. many people are thinking about that at that age, that young, about giving back to the community? That's fine, he's 50 something now. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, you, you're right, now, you know, yeah, he had the time, he had the money, he had the funds, he had the once the game life to be able to once the game is over. Let's let's talk about that. Once the game is over, and I'm gonna say that again. Once the game is over, these athletes play a game. Mm -hmm. It's a game. It's not life. It's not real life. Yeah, you got real problems. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You have real problems, but you play a game. During the time that you're playing that game, you need to be thinking about your life, the life of those around you, um, the life of, of the of, of where you come. I don't know, man. It's just I don't know. And again, uh, maybe it's a it's a it's maybe it's a maturity of old person thing. Maybe it's when you get to a certain age and you see and you're tired and, you know, you're afraid to talk to your own people sometimes or you're wondering where they're at. You know, can you say hello? Um, I think about this all the time. If I was in a club and I bumped into somebody. And 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 they swole up on me. Like, not what would I do? Because I wouldn't do anything. You know? Whoa! I wouldn't. There's not much I would do because 
more times than not, I have more to lose. I have more to lose than you. And then I understand you don't you don't understand. And so I'm gonna try to love you, shake your hand, explain to you, let me let you know what my name is. I'm gonna do all that kind of stuff. Um because I I don't know, man. I mean, I can see where you're going. I'm struggling with that, today, I can, man. I can, I'm struggling I can see I can see your view from that point, you know, but you can only take so much of that, you know. I mean, my first thing would be to defuse the situation, you know, okay, cool, whatever. You, you bumped into me, okay, hey, whatever. I mean, but if you keep getting rah, rah, rah with me, then I'm gonna have to slow you down a little bit, you know. I mean, I may not, I may give you a little headbutt, you know, try to bust your lip or something like that, or you know, some action's gotta be taken, you know, because if, if if you don't, then it's gonna it's gonna escalate. You know how people are nowadays. I mean, it's been like this for years. Are like you said, too? I mean, are you not able to remove yourself from the situation? Could you not leave? Yes, but when alcohol comes into play, it don't it don't always go that way. You might get lucky lucky to get maybe sixty percent of that. But when you try to walk away from a situation after you try to have a conversation with them, you're gonna get that that energy still coming from that individual, no matter how much you try to avoid the situation. You're gonna run into him in the club again. He's gonna say something to you. I mean, you can walk right by him, but it's like I said, that energy is still gonna be there. So you're gonna to to remove yourself from the whole club. I, what, am I gonna leave the environment now because somebody else is feeling some type of way? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not above leaving. I'll leave in a heartbeat if I got to. If you got more to lose, it, it, it's the common sense play is to dip out. I never um, thought uh, that's new to me. I didn't used to think that way, but I don't have. I don't have two. Anybody checking comments? I was just about to once you got oh, done, but okay. uh, uh, Ryan brought I mean, up, Ryan brought up uh, really uh, two great points. He says, um, "If if Jordan was so obligated, why did support for his shoes never wander?" And mm. Kanye has clearly lost his mind, but people are still buying Yeezys now. What I would say to that is to <sighs> largely the people that are supporting those two particular sets of shoes predominantly is not us surprisingly uh we buy a lot of them shoes there's no doubt about that but the people that don't have the same problems buy them more than us right. um, so yeah i mean i i remember growing up and seeing folks that i knew were um in more dire straits than me as far as um let's say uh, family finance was concerned, always having J's, you know, but I only saw those folks with J's or folks that may be, you know, doing some illegal activity. You know what I'm saying? I, when I really think about it, as far as going to school, even in college, only a few people was wearing J's. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think of, in, in the totality of the people that are around you, you know, now as far as everybody else, we all had J's. Everybody had J's. Where I'm from. Listen, listen. we all had J's. Ain't, ain't no everybody I, in California. Everybody, 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 had J's. everybody in California got J's. Yeah, everybody had J's on. What? As soon as they, as soon as they drop, the whole hood got J's on. J's. Oh my god, got J's. J's. Couldn't wait. I don't know about the Yeezys. Yeah, I don't know about the Yeezys, but them J's. Yeah, they got them. The Couldn't Yeezys, wait. Yeah, you you if you know they cool. 
they cool and all, but them Jays, man, them retros. So, so Ryan in. says, if if we can't be expected to not buy Jays, how can we be expected to withhold the vote? Which is a great question. Um, right. You pay less of a price <laughs> for Jays than you do for a vote, and you get more. Uh, you get more of a point across by withholding your vote as, as opposed to buying some Jays. Yeah, but One you gotta understand. The other. We got to understand, we got to totally understand the power of the vote first. Okay. Just to tell people not to vote. I mean, because it's, it's worked both ways. Us not voting has also hurt, hurt us too, right? So, yeah. so we we definitely have to understand the power of voting. We have to teach it and understand it. Uh, and honestly speaking, talking about men, how often do men talk about politics? I, I think that's like a topic that we no. I feel like we shy away from it because I feel like it brings up like tension between between the crowd, between us. You know what I mean? I mean, in the room, I should say, in the room. I feel like it brings up tension because everybody has a perspective on what's what in America. You know what I mean? Why they voted for this person and the reason behind it. So I feel like anytime you bring up politics, it's like bringing up religion. It just brings that yeah, tension. Yeah, you, you, you can, you can, we can, men can have a hour-long, hour-long, yeah. five-hour-long conversation about who was the who's the number one basketball player, who's the best, greatest of all time. Kobe Bryant. We, we can do that all. <laughs> Just let it be known. Kobe Bryant. We can, do that. we can do that all day long, but we cannot do that about politics. So when we get together, is it not a form of escapism, a form of therapy? It is. It's, Sports? It's when we're just when we get together, of, period. It's a release of energy for yeah. us, man. When we get together and have our so combos, have our debates. If it's, a, if it's a form of therapy, sometimes folks may not want to be bothered during their therapy talking about things that might stress them. That's the that's the then thing. When, that's the, then when's the good? When's the time to talk about it? Because when do ever? I think I think together? that is the time to talk about it. I'm just saying right. as far as the reason that we wouldn't talk about it is because when we get together, you know. We're having a good time and talking about politics for some people is not a good time. But definitely when we get together, I feel like those are times to come up with, you know, your your battle plans. You, know? you need to stop trying to have good times in order to have great times. Right. I was going to say, you know sometimes, sometimes you got to bring that shit up, you know, like make it happen. We need to, we need, yeah, we need to not be in the barbershops talking about how many we smashed. We need to stop. Uh, inflating, uh, inflating our egos. We need to stop. Man, we have to at some point find out what true value is for ourselves and be okay with trying to get other men on that same level. But men getting together is the hardest thing in the world for us to do. Why? But I think I, I, think I don't go, know. I think there's so many levels of us especially, like I said, you grew up at the barbershop. There's so many levels in the barbershop that a lot of times barbershop can't hold the conversation that long because there's so many different levels in there. You know what I mean? Like, some people Ryan are on politics, and some people aren't. Like I said, it's, it's a levels thing. Right. Like you have to be in the in the room where people are on that level. Where are those rooms at? What'd you say? What was you going to say? Ryan said that uh, people don't do the work uh, to know who they're voting for, let alone voting at all. And I agree with that. Yeah. Because if we did, there would be Joe Biden wouldn't be 
Like, and in, in, in all honesty, the reason Joe Biden is there is because of ignorant old black people, period, point blank. And, and the CBC, the Congressional Black Caucus, which is filled with other old black people. They're not ignorant because they're getting money under the table from mm-hmm. big white corporations to swoon ignorant old black people into voting for old racist right. white people. Um, so, uh, that, that is the, the terrible part of it. Like, basically it's, it's, uh, like it's a double fork going the same way. Like on one side, on one fork is basically older folks that don't know any better and don't care to know any better being led by older folks that do know better. And then on the other fork is younger folks that know better that are not willing to acquiesce one bit because they know we're going to the slaughterhouse. So uh, if you're in a lose-lose situation, you might as well play chicken because I can't count on my grandparents to listen to me because they know better. Um, And I can't count on the folks that are leading them because they're getting paid. So how come men, how come men uh how come men can only deal with each other in sports and religion it's the only place the only two places they can they can coexist they can do religion there's a pastor well cuz there's a pastor and you got all the people that follow the pastor right in black churches mm-hmm. you got deacons and all that kind of stuff that's when they seem to humble themselves in order to uh find themselves being able to be uh, lack of a better word, controlled by another man or a, a celebrity or superstar. Any other environment, we can't seem to coexist. Somebody's got to be the rule. Somebody's got to be the boss. Somebody's got to be the one making all the all the choices and, and all that. We just can't seem to coexist, man. It's crazy to me. It's frustrating. I think super, um, super frustrating. I, I think I think if people get together behind an idea instead of just a singular leader. Uh, it helps us out more often. Yeah. A lot of times for black folks, we are um, uh, we are fearful of soul leadership because it normally seems to get snuffed out. And folks are, are fearful of being soul leaders because normally black leaders get uh, snuffed out. However, um, I think that I think that's a very valuable segment. Um, I think we learned a lot there from each other. But um, D. Scott. Yeah. We have we have not gotten into pick your peas. We're not on pick your peas today because I couldn't come up with none. Pick your peas. What? I was busy today, but I have. Oh the, my goodness! But, but I do have. I have the good, great, good, average, and bad. I do have. Okay. That. Great, good, average, and bad with D. Scott. This is one of the. Favorite segments of the show, ladies and gentlemen, get yourselves ready in the comment section. We need to know what is your great, your good, your average, and your bad. And D. Scott is going to set it up for us. Let's go, my man. What has to be... Okay, so this is your partner. This is, again, what you want from a partner. Great, good, average, and bad. You guys ready? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this, would be, <laughs> this, would be pretty, this would be pretty easy today. 
uh, job, mm -hmm. family upbringing, education, or a religious base. Great, good, average, bad. Yes. Job, family, yeah. or job, family, upbringing, education, or religious, a religious base. Great, good, average, and bad. Job, family, job, family, upbringing, education, religious base. Woo! I thought it was going to be mm. easy today. All right. That was going to be easy day. Ladies and gentlemen, please say, get ready in the comments. We we want to see your answers. Uh, first, as always, we're going to have Say Something Dre uh, go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great, good, average, bad. Uh, he is not I, accompanied by cool the gunner today, today so this should be fun. Oh, she, she back. She back now, so. Uh-oh. Yeah, she back. <laughs> I would say... Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say something, Dre. Job, job, and job and education will be my one and two. No, we don't have ones and twos. We don't have ones and twos. Great, good, good, average, bad, baby. Yeah, great, great good, average, 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 bad. So for great, I mean, okay, I will say education. Don't mean she have to have like you know PhDs or whatever, you know, but she's educated, you know. She can read a book, this, she can write a paper. Is this for your partner or is this for yourself? This is guys? for your, your partner. Oh. Your partner. Okay, my, uh, so everybody in the comments, um, you're- What do you need your partner to have? If you had What do you need your stuff? partner to have? Great, good, average and bad, job, family upbringing, education, religious base. So just, just to reset it. So I would say, Family upbringing will be number one. Okay, that's your great. Oh, my great. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, my great. <laughs> I'm trying to do all this in my head real quick. Family upbringing will be great. Well, no, family upbringing will be good. Okay. Family upbringing will be good. Education will be first. Great. Or I'm great. I'm sorry, great. Uh, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move job into good and family upbringing into average, and then religion and last. Okay. So for you, it is job, great. Uh, no education. Education, great. Job, good. Family upbringing, average. Religion. Bad. Yeah, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> say it again. <laughs> say it again. Let me hear it again. Education, uh -huh. job, family, upbringing, religion. I want to bring family upbringing and put that ahead of jobs. So we'll put job average, we'll put family upbringing as good. And then religion. Okay. Yeah, there we go. I'm solid. I'm sold. Right. I'm solid. Mm. Okay, cool. All right. These guys. I won that bad today, right? 
I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see uh, later on in the timing how long it took. <laughs> yeah, this is tougher than I thought. This is tougher than I thought. Uh, well, the gunner uh, said she would like <laughs> a great education in her partner with a good job, an average family upbringing, and religion is last. Uh, Ryan said, of, uh, again, he would also like a, a partner with a great education, a good job and an average family upbringing and um, poor in the religion bracket. So they both came up with the same uh, with the same answer. Shantae just chimed in. She said, great family upbringing, good job, average education and bad religious base. So you get a little bit more help. Kayla Jackson came in. She said, family first. Job Whoa. good, education average, and uh, religion last. Who is that, Kayla? That's Kayla. So, so religion's getting a bad one, huh? A religious bring up. Tasha, uh, Tasha comes in. She says, "Great job, great job, money, <laughs> uh, good family upbringing, average religion, and bad education." So somebody mixed it up. Who said that? Tasha. This is Scott. What well, do you what well, do you need a bad do you need a good education if you have a great job? No. I don't know, do you? I don't think so. Yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of leaning towards that. I'm glad you said uh my wife's because I think that uh oh, man, a great that. job, a great job. A okay. great job is, is very good. Mm -hmm. um, a great, a good family upbringing is important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, average uh, religious base. I think you hit. And then um, bad education. Oh, my God. A bad so, education. So these uh, who guys, needs these got today, ladies and gentlemen. Right. <laughs> Wah, wah, wah. What's this education? What's your, what's this thing for? What's this thing for an education that you guys are and big on? We will change the subject because his wife. <laughs> no, I just want to know what's this thing about education. Edu education <laughs> is power, man. E education is power. I'm not saying, like I said, not saying you got to have a PhD. Knowledge, knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. So not knowledge education. Not education. Not education. How are you not education. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that get degrees and 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 work regular nine to fives because right for real. Bro, I don't look at okay. I don't look at knowledge and education the same every thing. day. Girls be like, I got a degree. You know, you got to treat me. What does that mean? When okay. somebody says they're educated, that means they're 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 sort of they they have some type of a book a school some kind of a thing, they got a right? piece of paper. They got a piece so, of paper. They got a piece of paper. Even though so some some degrees are extremely valuable. Right. Some are. Some are. Lawyer, but doctor, the, the, science, the degrees, something. hey, the degrees that are extremely valuable come with great jobs. You're right. But if, I can get a, but if I can get a great job and it's not based on my education. But let's say some, let's say, let, right. But let's say you go somewhere and all of a sudden something goes wrong. Like right now, uh, what's going on right now? And you lose that job. Then what? You going to okay. find it again? No, no, no. No, not necessarily, but 
I don't need, but uh, education doesn't do that, right? I mean, a, a lot you, of the people you, that you have, might you might need an education to get that kind of pay again, though. If you have a good Chris job, that kind of there's job. always the school of Google. <laughs> but, but now I need to stop saying the name wrong. My bad. Go ahead. Ooh, but now we have right, your, said right, buddy. No, education is a business. You want to say education because you paid a lot of money, buddy, for your education. That, you just fell for the business model. But education is not knowledge. Kayla says education gives the tools, but some people don't know how to use them. Ryan says, mm. why is education attached to college? Street smarts is a source of education. Thank you, Chuck education. Says, I work right. with many people who make plenty of money and they have no education past the high school. Degree. Agreed. So again, so back to Ryan, what Ryan said, I said education. education. I didn't say knowledge. I didn't nah, say knowledge see, it, because you can be, line, you can, you can be, you can have knowledge, but not have an education. There's people that have been wise, wise beyond their years that didn't get past the third grade in their educational background. All right. How the many richest what's person the in the world that, did he graduate college? No, probably not. Too busy did he graduate high money. school? Wait, I don't know if no, you're the person in the world. You said Bill, third grade. Look up the, in the world, is we need to look up the definition of education. Can we look up the definition? All right. The Let me look up the definition of education. Let me look this up. Because I think definition of education has to do with being educated in school, is what I'm thinking. Okay. Look it up right now. Okay, go ahead, Fresh. Uh, what what would I want uh, for great, good, average, and bad? I would say, uh, let me get... Uh, you know, mm, mm, the, the first two I'm kind of, you know, just mm, 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 with, but I'm going to go for, I'm going to go for a great family upbringing. Great family upbringing, number one. Yeah. Wow. Uh, good, good job. Um, a average education and poor religious space. Poor religious um, space. Or the reason yes, family yes. upbringing uh, I put in the top is um, I constantly have a fear of us as a collective, losing touch with one another over the years. And in that, in losing touch with one another, losing the stories and the, uh, the customs that we either practice or witness, um, even if we're not in the same room or the same state, the things that make us to be able to communicate with the other telepathically. Um, I don't ever want to lose that. And I feel like the tighter the bond in a family, um, it only allows for the families that become connected to it to possibly, um, to possibly take on that custom of being that tight knit and to never lose sight or focus or value in each other and um it just allows that energy to continue to grow uh throughout the generations so that way we never lose um 
what keeps us connected. So yeah, great family upbringing. I feel like, um, you know, good job. You know, I feel like in today's day, you know, you both have to have good or great jobs and a side hustle. So um, I think a good job would suffice, but um, I worry about losing each other more than uh, losing money. And then keep going. Oh yeah, uh, average education, poor religious base. Uh, so education, as we, you know, as we all talked about, you don't, you don't need, you know, an immaculate education in order to make a lot of money. Um, like we talked about before, finding your purpose, aligning it with your passion allows you to be able to do what you want to do, possibly for monetary gain with the least amount of stress on yourself. So, um, I would I would rather be in that position to where I had a partner that um, realized their purpose and understood what they were passionate about. And that way we can work through being able to uh, being secure financially that way. And so um, what's this? So none of y'all believe in God or what? Let's get to this real quick. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm mad y'all talking about. My, uh, not mine, but just education in, in general. I mean, education expands your mind, though. I mean, sometimes you can go from, from one college, right? You get your BA, you get your master's at another college, you meet so many people, you know what I mean? And you're in different environments, it expands your mind to do whatever you want to do. You can go whatever to college and still have a poor education. You, I went you to right. a bunch of colleges. You, <laughs> I went you to right. a bunch of colleges. I know a, lot of people, I, I know a lot of people like that, but there's more benefit behind it, though. I feel yeah, like having the experience is definitely. But no, I mean, I feel like I, I like what Ryan said though. Like the education comes with street smarts. So if you got education at the bottom, does that mean your street smarts is down? But if you got a strong family upbringing, like you were saying though, you kind of got those mob ties now with the family. You know yeah. what I mean? So you kind of got that safe that that safety net. But for those just who real don't, quick, Danielle says I have three degrees and I don't use any of them. Hey, but you got them on the wall, though. Who cares? Who hey, cares? You got them on the hey, wall, man. Hey, Who cares us, about putting them on the wall? The people that's big, though. Uh, it's big. It's, it's, it's big. It's, it's, it's I Y'all need to tell me. None of y'all believe in God. Like, what's up with this whole, how come religion got a bad thing from everybody? I didn't say <laughs> what religion. I didn't say what religion. I just said a religious base. Like, nobody has I a faith. Like nobody believes. That's important. Uh, well, well it, 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 so, it's important. It, it's important, but I feel like, honestly, for me, I feel like there's only one religion. Run one religion, and I feel like all the other religions are kind of just like branched off into to different different things. But it's all leading to the same place. You know what I mean? So I feel like there's only one religion. I, I didn't give it a name. There's no name for it. But I feel like every all the other branches of this one way ticket is branched off into different ways or different paths to get to it. You know what I mean? With different mm -hmm. leaders, so I feel like it's just so, different, different journeys. So different I mean, it's not the, the same for everybody. Like right. so, religion is the belief in and worship of a superhuman controlling power, right? So human. not everybody ad adheres to that. Yeah, that's that's not everybody, and 
we have to, you know, be honest with ourselves as far as, you know, black men, our, for most of us, I mean, even for everybody, for most of us, our introduction into religion was a no choice kind of thing, you know, and that goes back centuries. It's a no choice kind of thing. It's not like you found it. It was do it or you did. Right. You know, so that's our experience with religion. That's probably why most folks are like, yeah, you know, you throw that religion in the back. You know, Um, now, as far as your self-belief or your spirituality, um, that would be different, you know. Uh, But as far as religion, you know, the way that we were introduced to it here um, isn't isn't a way that a lot of people would necessarily say, okay, you know, at least not now in 2020 to where people would say, I need that first. Now, if it was, you know, 1992, you know, it'd be most folks would be like. It's God first or nothing. If you can't, you know, if you ain't, you know, going to church on Sunday, you ain't getting with me, you know. But, you know, that was 30 years ago, you know, and before the Internet. So <laughs> and I don't think it's that uh, people don't necessarily believe in God. <laughs> um, it's just uh, it's just a growth. It's just a growth. Well, if, you have, if you if you're a woman, and you have bad and average family upbringing and religion you ain't gonna that man ain't staying home i'm telling you right now he is not staying put buddy wait <laughs> wait wait wait, wait, wait. If, if you wait say that one more time if she got what? <laughs> if a woman's put like education and then a job at the top two and then puts family upbringing and religious base at the bottom he ain't staying home he ain't staying put yeah, I, th- I think if 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 family upbringing is at the bottom, I mean, it's it's possible there are different variables. I mean, because he doesn't have a good family upbringing, he may want to create it himself. You know, there you uh, go. For a lot of for a yeah. lot of gentlemen now that have children that didn't have you know Fathers. great dads or dads yeah. present, they, they make it their different. business to be you know amazing. Yeah, you know so. Um, I mean, it's possible, but I think a lot of people definitely get what you have. Y'all see my face. <laughs> breaking generational curses is huge. Right, breaking a generation. And they are, wow. they are all about it. They are, they are yeah. all about it, definitely. Oh, guess so, what we forgot to talk about? And that's guess why what we I put forgot. education up there, man. That's why I put education up there, breaking them cycles. Guess what we forgot to talk about? To do, but we to talk hmm. about. Next week, we got to make sure we talk about uh, what is your toxic trait. We forgot to talk about that. We were supposed to talk about that today. But I get a chance for right? Yeah, we're gonna talk about toxic traits uh next week. You gotta okay. think about okay. that, Dre. What your what your toxic trait is. Oh man. And that's, that's a great right now? No, 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 no. We'll talk about it next oh, week, okay. but that's a great conversation you have with your girl, your 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 girl too, on uh, you guys identifying and talking to each other about their about each other's her, toxic I'm gonna talk to her right now. After about, this. Right. About right now. Traits. Right now. I'll let her know. Who got the gun? Right. Who got the shit tonight? Got the gun. Yeah. How, how LeBron do it? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how LeBron does it. 
you know, with no wide leg pants, you know. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, funny. Oh, but, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just getting ready to close. So go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, you might want to look at that uh, for y'all. Whoever whoever came out their their mouth with that whole Kobe ridiculousness, you need hey, to go man. back. Well, listen, what I'm saying first. You need to go back and look at the tapes because he said it yesterday. It shouldn't even be a question that's asked because without Michael, there is no Kobe. Kobe said Absolutely. it. Damn, that there was, there was, there was. Kobe Mike said Dexter, it. Was, hey, Kobe said it. There was, there would be no meeting with who. Who was biggest? Who was, who was Jordan's biggest rival on the court? Are you serious? Who was the biggest rival? I mean, listen, I'm not. I'm not. The whole East. I'm not going to. Uh, There's better rain. defenders nowadays. Man, I, I, oh I'm gosh. going to agree and disagree with Brother Dre. Uh, Dre's tripping the, right now. The, the athletic never trust system. a man with a, with, yeah. a, with a headband, a pink headband on. Never trust a man with a red headband on. He don't know what he's talking about. The athleticism like of today right, is better you. than the athleticism of the 90s. Um, and, and one thing that I did come, uh, the one thing that I did see um, on Facebook is the fact that you were able to be more physically abusive in the 90s does not mean the game of basketball was better. We have to get away from that. If that if that ain't a toxic trait or a toxic right. saying, we used to be able to handshake people. Oh, so you mean that you couldn't play defense that good? Right. Like we gotta we gotta be honest about that. Right. Jeez. Listen, listen. I'm not saying 90s basketball was bad. I'm just saying leaning on the fact that you could abuse the person with the basketball doesn't mean that it was better basketball. Come on, let's stop. You got to be more athletic. That. Right. You got to be more athletic. Play prison ball. Okay. Right. What does that mean? See, Scott, showing your age right now, man. Kobe's yeah. better. Yes. I'm showing my wisdom against some, <laughs> some, some, some. <laughs> Man, y'all, boy, I tell you what, you know, what I'm, saying? I'm you not gonna say Jordan wasn't great, I'm not gonna say he wasn't great, I'm not gonna say he's not the GOAT, but when it comes down to it, Kobe is better. Kobe surpassed him, not saying that Jordan wasn't good, not saying that, not saying that he's he the GOAT, but surpassed him in what better. way? Man, Kobe's anyway, just man. newer, Kobe was just newer. Oh, Rest in peace, Kobe. Oh, Rest in peace, no, Kobe. No. You ain't never seen a basket, you never seen a you never seen a full. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna make you watch a basketball game from now. Jordan, I'm gonna, hey, make, hey. This is ridiculous, man. I can't even get. I, you know what? In the show, this is some bullshit. All I know, all I know is the year was 1993. The Bulls were down 0-2 to their Eastern Conference rival, the New York Knicks, with Michael going cold from the field at three of 18. Somebody needed to save the day, the season. Perhaps a legacy, and that was Scottie Pippen. Oh, hey, tell it like it is. Hey, don't forget about Dennis Rodman, either, though, man. Hey, Robin and is the, the one thing Kobe. that LeBron never had was a Scottie Pippen. Pippen was better than Kobe. Who is Pippen? <laughs> Shit. Who was Shit. Shots fired. <laughs> no, Pippen's uh, <laughs> in my top ten, but uh, he ain't better. Yeah, than yeah. Kobe. oh yeah, oh yeah. Pippen in the top 10, but he ain't better than Kobe. Man, ladies and gentlemen, that, that is the Mentor Podcast. We had to make sure to uh, give some love to Scotty on that. Um, oh, yeah. Real quick, 
before he, we go he, out, he I want too. to uh, just say a quick rest in peace to my brother, Chef B. Uh, he passed, unfortunately, and very um, swiftly in the past few days. He was actually the personal chef to um, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum and a couple other folks on the Portland Trailblazers. Um, uh, being a, a culinary scholar was something that he said that he was gonna embark on and he absolutely followed through with that and watching him uh, go and follow through with that ambition and manifest a career in the culinary arts uh, was very inspiring to me. Um, he touched a lot of people out here and I just wanna thank him for all the energy that he shared. Uh, we love you and appreciate everything that you've done in your life. It was a true inspiration. Chef B, rest in power. We love you. Uh, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mentor Podcast each and every Tuesday right here on Facebook Live at 6.30-ish. We're getting so much better on the time, baby. I want to see y'all next week in here where we'll talk about what is your toxic trait. Please be in the comments and let us know what it is. If you've got to take all week to figure it out, please do so. We want to use that episode to figure out what it is that we can do better about ourselves and come out of this COVID-19 era with a better outlook and better ambition for what we'll do with the rest of 2020. So with that being said, I'm here with the one and only Say Something, Dre, and my main Bumba man. out. I'm your host, Fresh Maker. We'll see y'all here next week on the Mentor Podcast, Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Peace. I used to be a hustler, a jack of all trades, a looking queen, a ace of spades. But that was a long, long, long time ago. Cause you know I see, ain't got no more business. Say running them streets.